Hi everyone and I hope you're keeping well. This week we're kicking off with something a little different called Lockdown Chronicles with a more light-hearted feel. According to the Mental Health Foundation, almost a quarter of adults living under lockdown in the UK have felt loneliness. According to a research study, the most affected group were young people between the ages of 18 and 24. The next most affected group were adults aged 25 to 34, with more than one third saying that they had felt loneliness as a result of coronavirus. In this segment of Lockdown Chronicles, I'm joined by Jade and Heather, who previously featured on episode two, which was called Heartbreak and Mental Health. During the lockdown, they've both mentioned to me that they've been feeling lonely at times. In these mini segments, we'll reflect on our time during lockdown and how it has impacted us. We'll kick off firstly by falling into conversation with Jade. Jade and I met through work and I've known her for about two years. She's 30 years old and of Bayesian heritage. She has a background of working within the financial services industry within the world of regulatory compliance. What would you say you've learned about yourself during lockdown? I actually think I've learned that I can enjoy my own company. Because mm. I feel like I, before I'd be like, nope don't want to stay at home, want to be out all the time, need to be around people. And not to say that I like I enjoy being on my own, but I think being at home alone, mm. I'm like, no, this is just not me as a person. I'm just, I'm just not into it. Like I like to be out. I like to be doing things. But this week, I'm like, I can't wait to chill at home on a Friday night. <laughs> like, honestly, I'm going out on Saturday and I'm like, I can't wait to chill on Friday night on my own, watch some TV or like just do stuff for myself. So I think that's... um. That's actually helped me because maybe I won't be out as much as I, I was before. I feel like I'm a bit like you. I know that I like to be by myself. Like, even in a relationship, you I like fake. to... Yeah, I go to the spare room. I will read a book. I'll watch a program in there because I like my own company. I like yeah. being by myself and I just like doing things in my own time. Yeah. So I've always known that about myself. So I think lockdown's actually shown me, like, I'm a homebod. I like being at home. I like yeah. being in people's homes or people at my house. So I think lockdown has showed me to go out a bit more but saying that I'm still not a club person clubs make me feel uncomfortable yeah because interesting you said you're a homebod because I was actually thinking like I was thinking about it this week or something and I was like do you know what I really like about Christina's relationship is that you still very much have your own life Mm -hmm. because when I where I was with someone for so long I was I did have my own life because we got used to it like after that first few years you're like in a bubble and you're like, no, actually, we need to branch out. Mm. And actually, I was like, you go out quite a bit. You see people quite a lot. So for you to say you're a homebod, I don't you think wouldn't you, know. I think, do you know I what think it is? It's just like you said, it's the club. Yeah. There's a difference. You're not a home because you always have stuff on. Do you know what? It's recently, though. I'll be honest because I think one thing I've noticed about myself is that during the week, I wouldn't normally do things. Now, me and my boyfriend, we're like trying to do a bit more because we've even said we realised that we don't do a lot together, yeah. just the two of us. And when I say I'm a homebod, I think what I actually mean when I say that is I'm a family bod. <laughs> yeah. So it would be like I'm going to my brother's for a barbecue, I'm staying at my cousin's tonight, and we do that. Or like my cousin's coming down and with her baby, or t- Natasha's coming over with her baby and we're going to the park. I've noticed that I do a lot of family yeah. first things. So not going to lie, this last week, you know, Monday, I met up with my best friend, went to get something to eat. The next day, we went out with our yeah, neighbours, went to get something to eat. Yeah. Wednesday was like our first time home 
for like a long time. Saturday, I'm not doing anything. That's just going to be a wash my hair kind of day. Yeah. But that happens. Like when we were working and we were in the office, Monday to Friday, catch me at home. Yeah. Like that's how I am. But then the weekend would be like, oh, family barbecue or meet like meet a friend. But yeah, I've always, I've always felt like going out was a competition of who could look the best. And I grew up as a um, tomboy. I'm very much a tomboy. Yeah. I love my tracksuits. I love my trainers. And it felt like this effort. But the reality is now that I'm older, I enjoy dressing up. Yeah. I like doing it from time to time. But I can't do a club. I'm not a person who can club Friday, Saturday, Sunday all the time. Like I can't do it. I never have been. And I think probably because I was such a tomboy and I didn't like. I remember in uni, I still wore flat shoes. You know the flat shoes that you put on and then you used to tie around the ankle? Yeah. Them old school ones. From, <laughs> <laughs> them old school ones from like Lindsay and stuff. I used to wear, I wore that to my first, at Oceana in Kingston. Listen, right, my friend, where was I going the other day? I was going out to like a brunch day thing or whatever. And she's like, okay, what are you wearing? Or whatever. I was like, I'm wearing this dress in it. She was like, okay, cool. What are you wearing on your feet? I was like, I'm wearing trainers. She was like, not everyday trainers, you know, why do we have to be wearing trainers? Like, come on, dress up. And I was like, no, I want to wear trainers because that's what I like to wear. But on the club room thing, you know what I was thinking about recently is I was thinking about me meeting someone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know if there's going to be anyone that will want to be with someone that's... Like, the guys that are out there today, I feel like there's a certain expectation of what what type of girl they want. Like this Instagram girl. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like. And I feel like I don't meet that expectation. I'm not like... When I see like these girls, the way that they dress up and they wear makeup and their hair looks good. Obviously, they don't look like that every day. But when they're going on these dates with these guys and things like that, like is that what they look like? Because I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm genuinely... Sometimes I get worried. I'm like, crap, am I going to find anyone that's going to like me the way I am? Like Definitely. I get what you mean. But yes, of course, someone is going to like love you for you and want to be with you it's just very society doesn't make it very easy but yeah I was gonna say I actually hate the fact that I'm at the age now of dating where there's Instagram because I I think it's Instagram that now sets the expectation of you to look and act a certain way and that's what I'm Mm. that's what scares me I'm like but I I don't look like this like (laughs) (laughs) and even even like on a night out I'm thinking if I meet someone when I see you I don't want to be in heels or a dress I don't want to I don't want to dress up I just want to go as I am yeah. When I went to my mate's house, he who shall not be named, <laughs> the other day I didn't wear any makeup. Because mm-hmm. like, it's too hot. It's too hot to be wearing makeup. Yeah, but that was that commented on? No, but I was like, I was I was actually thinking, like, is he going to be thinking, oh, she's not wearing makeup? or Because, you know, like you might post a selfie on Instagram or I'll post a selfie on Instagram to first trap. <laughs> or I'll like put up a post. And I was like, recently, like I have put up things, but I've been wearing makeup. Then I went that day and I was like, I don't want to wear makeup, it's too hot. Mm-hmm. So I was just, as I am. But then I was like, is he going to say something? Or is he thinking, oh, she doesn't look as good as the, po- the selfies that she's been posting up because she's not wearing I think makeup? It, but I think it's a difficult one, though, because like there's some days, definitely during lockdown, I've been looking busted. Yeah, so. Like, busted. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. my boyfriend's just like, oh, you look nice. And I'm like, Where? But obviously you don't see, I see myself every day, like I'm tired, I'll have my hair in like doo-doo plaits, I'll have my headscarf on, I'll just have, for ages I was wearing like, washing and wearing the same tracksuit bottoms and t-shirts yeah. and stuff, and I just felt, literally one day I was like, can we just go out? 
Like, can I just, like, even for just a walk, put, I just yeah. want to put a bit of makeup on. And, you know, my makeup bag was not getting touched. Same. Like, that, those first couple of weeks during lockdown. I haven't done my eyebrows since before lockdown. But I think we sometimes put pressure on ourselves based on what we see online yeah. in society. <laughs> because people don't really care. It's, all about, it's about how you carry yourself and the confidence that you omit. On that point, on the lockdown piece, I'm not wearing makeup. I do think in the beginning of lockdown, though, I started to like myself a little bit more in, mm. like without makeup on like I've never been someone that has worn loads of makeup I've always and actually before until I got to a certain age where I was like no do you know what Jade you're looking a little bit old you need to put some makeup on <laughs> I didn't wear makeup to work so only yeah, the weekends either. yeah only the weekends would I really wear makeup and then I got into like tinted moisturizer and I was like do you know what that's a happy balance between foundation tinted moisturizer and then when I was in lockdown, I was like, "Are you putting tinted moisturizer on? Like, it's a waste of money." Yeah, it is. So I was just not wearing makeup, and I was like, "Oh, actually, I'm starting to get used to my like, I'm mean, getting used to my bags." And I'm like, "Oh, do you know what? I don't mind my face." And then when lockdown started to like ease up, I started to wear foundation again for like events or things that I was going to, like little gatherings. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I was like, after not wearing makeup, I was like. Oh, I don't like this. Who is this person? <laughs> That's why, like, the last few weeks, I was like, no, you need to start, like, liking your natural yeah. self and how you look, not, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm the same. But I remember once at work, I I don't really wear makeup to work that often. Like, maybe some days I come to work and I haven't even done my eyebrows. Like, it is what it is. But there was this one day, I was just tired, and I was like, I'm not going to do anything. Um, and my manager saw me, and it he asked to have like a, a chat with me oh, and I was like oh my gosh what's like what's happened and he's just like are you okay you just look really tired and I'm like damn I better start wearing my <laughs> I better start putting my, oh, my eyebrows so on and my concealer on but I knew it was it was coming from a good place because it was a busy time yeah, yeah. it was a really really busy time but it was also like whoa people maybe do realize <laughs> people do realize that you don't put makeup on what about your like mental health how have you like because that's the topic I think everyone keeps talking about during lockdown the, the ups and the downs that they've had literally the ups and the downs like yeah. I think it's been easier to notice when you're not okay I think because when you're in the office there's so many distractions there's someone maybe pulling you this way to like you know you, you just put it down to having a bad work day yeah. but at home I feel like for me my office is I say my office that like my workspace is in the living room yeah so one thing that definitely I felt was that everything just started to feel really enclosed and a lot smaller. There were some days where I didn't go out for three days because I got used to being in the house and my boyfriend would be like, come on, we need to go for a walk. Like, we also have a dog, but he would do the walks with the neighbour or he'd just go in the morning himself. So, like, I would say I definitely think lockdown made me realise that you do have highs and lows more often than you think. But when you're going to work, there's, like, you break it up with the commute, you you know and another thing that I found is as well is that a lot of people were like I would have loved to have been with someone like during lockdown because you didn't have to do it yourself and I get it and I appreciate that and I feel that and even though I'm in a relationship but there was also days where I wanted to be by myself and I couldn't be by myself like entirely and one thing that I'd say like we realized is we had not that we didn't have nothing to talk about but we go to work, both of us, separately. Yeah. We both have separate days. And then we come home and talk about, oh, how was your day? Yeah, it was good. Oh, I met this person. Yeah, they mentioned going to this place. Or oh, we went to this place. We should go there, blah, blah, blah. But then it was literally the same day 
and there was no point in me being Groundhog. like, how was your day? Because yeah. I sat with you the whole day. Yeah. I know what you did the whole day. I saw you play I Xbox. heard all your calls as Literally, well, yeah. you've heard all my meetings and everything. Yeah. So I feel like it taught us to remember to always try and keep separate where we can so that we do have things to talk about, but also to learn how to enjoy each other's company because yeah. you're never, we're never that together until we go on holiday for example, where you're literally just in each other's faces because we're always at work and then we come home and then we have the weekend to look forward to. But literally every day was becoming the same. So I think that definitely pushed us to realise that, okay, we should try a bit harder to have conversations. And we we even started to catch up every week, once a a week on our mental health. Just be like, how are you doing? Like, how are you feeling? You know, and then some days it would be like really short, and other weeks it would be like, no, I feel like shit actually, and talking about it. But how about you? I think I've been forced to think about things. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I had the breakup, and sorry to refer to it again, but <laughs> like it, it was a substantial thing in my life, innit? Yeah. And I feel like I blocked it out for so long and just went out. Mm-hmm. I basically just got to a phase where I was like, I'm out every weekend, like I'm out every night. It was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm doing stuff, I'm busy. And then, and we were still in contact as well. Like, we were still seeing each other every couple of months. And then lockdown happened. And I was forced to, to like, think about things. And I was forced to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I was forced to relive and deal with, like, maybe past trauma and all of those sorts of things. And I was like, I don't want to be thinking about things. Like, I want to be distracted. Yeah. This is what I liked my life before. I was at work. I was busy. I was working till like nine o'clock in the evening. I didn't have to think about anything. I came yeah. home. I made my dinner. If I even had dinner that night. And I would go to sleep and I would start the day. And then at the weekends, I'd be out and I'd be absolutely exhausted. And now I've got all this time to think. And yeah. I was like, God damn it. I don't want to think. But on the flip side of it, of it forcing me, is that actually I feel like I've grown. Mm. Like, I was saying to you the other day, I was like, I'm so happy. Yeah. Like, genuinely, I feel like it's forced me to think about things, but then also deal with those emotions. And then now I just, I just feel so much more relaxed. And I feel, I feel like when things happen, I'm like, oh, it's not really that big of a deal. No. I'm not phased. I'm happy. Like, you can't break my happiness. Obviously, there's things that I dislike and I'm just getting over it so much quicker. So nice, though. I think that's the thing when you actually take time to reflect on how you're feeling and then look back on where you were and you're like, actually, no, I have improved. I think sometimes people get stuck and think, oh, things are never going to change or whatever. But you realise that you have come a long way and this is a a new side, a new battle to work on. And that thing you mentioned about being in your thoughts, Mm. I remember speaking to my brother who um, lives on his own as well. And that was one of the things that came up. So you're just left with your thoughts. like so annoying. It's just... You can't stop thinking about things. Yeah, you or can't. Or people as well. Yeah. I don't want to think about I'm like, I don't want to think about you. <laughs> and Get out of my head. <laughs> that's when I realised as well how much... I know, I'm, I know I'm close to my family, but I feel like I definitely saw it over lockdown. Like, that period of not seeing my mum and not seeing her over Mother's Day and yeah. not seeing her for her birthday. And then when we were all together for the first time... Um, my cousin showed up it made the rest of us emotional and I saw my my elder brother cry and I I don't I actually don't think I don't think I've seen him cry before and I was just I didn't expect to cry that day I was get I got ready you know I put on extra makeup that day I was like yeah I'm seeing my family and I just realized that it's not that I've realized because I know I'm close to them but it it made me extra thankful should I say like I was really really grateful and 
obviously in such a hard time where people we've been through it this 2020 there's been a there's There's just been so much going on yeah but I'm just thankful for the people that I have around me like friends family and I know that might sound like a bit of a comment or a a weak comment like why as in not weak as in me me personally weak but like just uh yeah everyone feels that way but I really do appreciate the people that I have in my life I always have done but I feel like this period made me realize that like a lot more yeah, I went to a wedding recently and I cried the whole day. I've never been to a wedding where I've cried so much. Really? Yeah, like I normally, it's not that it wasn't a happy occasion, but in every speech and every and everything that was happening when she walked down the aisle when I saw her for the first time, like when they were saying their vows, when people started making, like her brother is has been in hospital for like over, a, I think a, a year and a half now um, and couldn't be there on that day mm. because of, covid and the risk of of him getting um an infection and yeah i've never cried so much i think it was just everything that we've all been through like everyone Mm. was crying the whole day i had had swollen eyes literally like (laughs) yeah that evening the next day because we were crying so much because it was nice to have a joyful event but you know it's that release of everything that everyone's been through Mm. um and even her day the fact that it had to be smaller like she planned to have 100 guests so it was still going to be a fairly small like a medium-sized wedding but she couldn't have she had 30 guests and then not only that like I think Boris announced on the Friday and her wedding was on the Sunday he announced that the what they were going to um, implement of having 30 people they weren't they basically backtracked so the venue that they had also cancelled on them oh wow so it was like everything was so difficult for them so it was nice to see them like just do it and yeah be able to get married as well it's insane would you say you had any i want to call them wins during this lockdown period yeah so go i think <laughs> work-life balance has definitely improved for me mm-hmm. i think i really had an unhealthy work-life balance and i used to moan about it before and i felt like i couldn't get out of the cycle mm-hmm. whereas now i'm like i can't work late as much anymore because i, I can't mentally do it like mm-hmm. i think i would have just broken and and actually, my manager has been really understanding, and I think he had the same thing. He just also couldn't because you just need that break now. You're stuck in the same spot all yeah. day. You do need that break. You can't sit there till 10 o'clock in the evening. It's not like you're moving around talking to people. Mm-hmm. And then on the exercise front as well, I felt like I couldn't get time to exercise and do personal things for me. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was I was always out on the weekend, like I said, or working late. That was it. I couldn't exercise, I couldn't do it on my lunch breaks. Now I've done all of that, like, you know, weight loss journey, I am so much happier mm. than where I was, if you, if I look at myself last this time last year. So I think that's positive. And yeah, like, getting connections with people as well. Like, you and I have got really close, yeah. like, this year, doing our workouts together. I think that's positive. What about you? Yeah, I would say workouts, definitely, because I was paying for a gym membership that I would hardly yeah. use. I would either struggle to wake up in the morning and not make it, or get home late and be like, I'm not going. And the gym is literally Same. a couple feet yeah, from yeah. my where I live now. So I think workouts have been great, and I feel like you've been a really good motivator to get me to do them because I sometimes, can't yeah, sometimes I'm really like, I just don't want to do this. And you're like, you working out today? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, right then. And then the other thing I would say is the first three months, I managed to pay off so much. Oh my God, same actually. That's and I know that I waste money on food. Yeah. I know that. But obviously really seeing how much I would be left with if I didn't spend was great. 
that being said, this month I've been spending my Same. ass off, but because I feel I'm like to be in broke again. Yeah, but I'm kind of like, oh, I had three months of like not doing anything, and I didn't go on holiday. Same. Um, so I do think this month I'm owed it to myself, um, just to have fun and catch up with people. But definitely working out, and also I feel like my relationship was strong anyway, but I feel like it's stronger yeah. through this because. I think everyone, like I said, you've been through it. And if you can get through certain things, then it ultimately makes you stronger as well. I would say, you said work-life balance. I think I've worked harder. More efficiently or harder? Not more efficient. <laughs> not more efficiently. Um, I think because I'm so, so a person that I hate, I don't want people to think that I'm not working. Yeah. So the first, like, I would literally not have a lunch break. Before we started working out and stuff, I wouldn't have a lunch break. I would get up, get on early and stay on late. And I think I've gotten better at closing the laptop and being like, do you know what? I'm not doing any, I'm not doing this anymore. But then I'm always also conscious. Basically, my point is, I've worked so hard that I feel like my mind's a bit scattered. Like, my yeah. organisation organization skills have gone out the window. Like, I used to be quite an organised person. And it's quite funny because I said this to someone at work and they were like, I could never picture that. And I was like, yeah, I know because of how I work. But I used to be the one or the friend who'd be like, let's do this, find the restaurant, find the place, do this booking, this time, be there, whatever. Whereas now I'm really, really scattered. And I think this isn't a win, but just being able to realise that that's how I'm working now. So I'm trying to pull it back, but at the same time, it's been quite hard. But... um, I think lockdown has forced me, though, to, with work stuff, take one thing at a time. So I realised in the beginning I felt the same way, and then I was like, if I can just get through this task, it was just, like, one task a day. And then this week, when I said to you, like, I was feeling a bit anxious and stuff, I was like, okay, look at your board, like, we use a Trello board, look at it and see, okay, what do you need to do? Okay, what can you achieve today? Just try and get through one task every day, Mm -hmm. and that's it. And that's how I've managed to, like, stay sane, is, like, I just focus on one thing at a time because that's all I can do at the minute yeah I hear that and now we catch up with Heather again I met Heather through work she is of Ghanaian heritage just like me Heather was initially a PA when we started working together but recently changed roles during the lockdown so Heather you started a new job during lockdown like how was that Oh my gosh, that seems like a lifetime ago now because it's just, it literally happened like the week that we went into lockdown, like new manager just kind of slacks me and just says, hi Eva, and I'm like just dying inside because I'd I'd already gone through all the interviews at the office and it was literally the the last day that we had in the office Mm. was my last interview for the role. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. And then, yeah, she messages me and just says, um, you know, obviously we feel about everything, we want you on the team. And I was obviously so elated because it's something I was really working for. But having to start in the lockdown scenario for me was not ideal, knowing my personality, knowing how I like to work and how I like to gel with my colleagues. It was really, it was really, really tough. I love to ask questions. And I think it's even more annoying when you're having to do that in a in like the virtual way like you're not just in someone's face just like oh yeah hi what about this blah, blah, blah. you know it's literally you having that really anno- annoying notification come up or 
you know, someone can easily just shut you off, you know, where it's easier, it's easier for if you're in someone's face for them not to dismiss you. And not that I'm being dismissed, but it's more like it's a, it's a bit of a difficult transition. And it made me think of people that didn't even know people in the company that were starting starting a, new, a brand new company that way. But I have really loved it. It's taught me a brand new way to work and maybe maybe more mindful of people and how they work. And Yeah, no, I, I hear that. I feel like I was saying um, to Jade on the earlier part, like I when I'm working from home, I tend to work harder because I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want people to think I'm slacking. Like, am I visible? Am I online? So I can only imagine what starting a new job, even if it's in the same company or a different company, how that makes you feel or like, are you worried about how you're being perceived? Oh, I wasn't taking lunches. I wasn't going for walks. I was so paranoid. I just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to be seen as like, I wasn't stepping up because obviously you you're just not physically being seen on top of asking questions. And then obviously you've got your training wheel. So you're obviously making a bit, a few mistakes here and there. So you just want to comp- overcompensate and just do as much as you can. But I think a few months down the line, I've got into a better place where I'm like, you know what, this is sort of the working rhythm now. Like we all, we've all gotten to kind of know each other as a team, a, a new team mm. um, over this time. And people have, I feel like things are a bit more relaxed and, you know, the pressure isn't as great as it was before. It was just such an acute situation starting lockdown like that. Like everybody was very, very like, I have to be on, I have to be seen, I have to be heard, I have to be like on it. But now it's a bit better. And yeah, I'm really, really enjoying the role. It's um, a good challenge. And to be, yeah, to be fair, I feel like it's a bit of a blessing starting this new role. It's, um, it's kept my mind busy where it needed to be busy because I think I would have found this time a lot harder if I didn't have a new challenge yeah um so in a way I'm really really grateful that it did happen when it happened and I found out when I did find out it was it was really really good I'm glad and do you feel like you've learned anything about yourself like during lockdown has it highlighted any oh my my god my whole life has been re-evaluated literally literally I've been thinking like oh my God, do I want to live in London? Is this where I'm at? And it's shown me, obviously, like I spend too much time working. It's um, probably highlighted the fact that maybe if you need to introduce a few different dynamics into my life, maybe be a bit more outgoing and maybe close to family, maybe invest more in terms of relationships and all that stuff. <laughs> but, you know, that's a, that's a different kettle of fish altogether. But yeah, it's definitely think maybe what I thought was the ideal way to be maybe isn't the best way to be because mm. it's not sustainable it's not sustainable to work a lot yeah um, and I think that when you're going in and out of work and you work in a, a workplace which is really fun but also quite demanding you forget other elements of your life and lockdown really showed me like yo it's in your face now you know these other bits are really really important you know don't ignore them you know so that's what it's really showing me and um that's been my number one takeaway from this it's like your relationship I feel like it really highlighted the fact that your home this is this should be your world and if your world is just work that's not great you know you need to it kind of like hold up, circle, <laughs> reevaluate the thing. And be like, is, is, is this me? They literally showed me, he's like, is this me? And it's like, nah, me is not just me living in this space. 
with my laptop and overly Netflixing. Obviously, I was like catching up with friends and family, but I think it's, for me personally, I think it's quite important to live close to the people that you really care about or have them in the same home as you. That's been something that's quite important to me as well. Yeah. And um, in terms of relationships in like partnership relationships, yeah. Have you had any people come out of the woodwork like during lockdown? <laughs> oh my God. I saw all these memes of like people just popping up being like, yeah, like <laughs> quarantine bays and stuff like that. Um, to be honest, there was obviously the entanglements that I was already in before. They, they just sort of carried through. And I think everybody was on a bit of a journey. Like it wasn't as acute as, I don't know. And I did, it's something I wasn't really inviting anyways. I went through periods in when we were in lockdown of coming off socials, like, you know, mm-hmm. coming on socials only because I couldn't really take all of that. So that was a bit of a block to me. I was, I got, I got intentionally slower at replying to people on things like WhatsApp. And mm-hmm. I was like, if you're going to call, I can't, I don't have the capacity to speak to everybody all the time, all day, every day. And I was, I became a bit more selfish with my time and being responsive to people. I was like, I just need to take care of me right now. I can't be doing that sort of thing. And then, and I guess in that with relationships, I just thought, you know what, if you're not significant, it's just, it's just a little game or thing to you. So I'd, just, I'd probably ignore and just, I might be polite, but I wasn't really going to engage fully and go down any roads like that as well. Yeah. Plus it's Corona, man. I wasn't trying to get sick. Yeah, no, honestly, you've made some good points there because I did exactly the same thing. I used to be a person who, well, I would like to think I used to be a person who would respond to people quite quickly. But honestly, during lockdown, I've had some, no offence to any of my friends or anything, but I've had some on red, like, for a long time. And then I'd be like, oh, sorry, sorry, guys. Or I've, I've been forgetting to press send. Or, like, I would start a conversation and then not go back for a couple of days. And I was like, oh, I need to stop. It's really bad. At one point, like... I had 45 unread messages on WhatsApp and it's not like I have those conversations on a, on a daily. I'm not, I'm not popular in that sense at all, but um, oh my gosh, even my mum and dad. The thing is, it's it's how you cope. Some people, they became, I saw some of my friends amp up how much they'd be WhatsApping and then some people went really quiet. And I think I kind of went down with the more sort of quiet, like because being at work, having Zoom interactions, having to talk every day, be on different messaging platforms. And obviously when I started lockdown, I was also a PA. So I'm very, I was very used to being on. I had this, this watch that would zap me whenever I get a message from somebody, emails, WhatsApp, Slack, calls. And like, I was very used to being on. And for me, I kind of enjoyed being like, you know what? No. Yeah. yeah. And, and selfishly, but... I needed I needed to do it sometimes it, it was it I get very overwhelmed very quickly so I needed yeah. that was a way for me to manage it and if it was something urgent people know me mm. like I enjoy texting but like I enjoy a call like I'm very much that old school like I want to call just call me we can chat and that's fine and if you're dying call me twice three times I know it's important if you're going to call me once and I can't answer sorry but I will call you back when I can speak to you I think I, I became very intentional in that sort of thing I hope that the people I care about weren't offended by my behavior but you know how it is you know you just got to do what you've got to do yeah 100% I feel like for me the big shift was during the whole Black Lives Matter situation oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's when I came off socials and that's when I stopped watching the news and I, I don't think I've like my brother used to always say to me, yeah, 
that I get really affected by the news because I do honestly I just had to take my time off of socials and just relax a little bit um because it was too much you couldn't do anything without being reminded of the negative stuff that we always have to deal with on a day-to-day think about it it was insane it was like we were basically in a war every day we'd I'd switch on the news at like five o'clock to be told by Boris and his his other people uh, <laughs> So this many people have died. Literally, there was a death, a death toll daily. You're getting a daily death toll. That is in itself horrible to hear. On top of that, you've seen a black man get brutalized right in front of your eyes and just have all that spark up and bring up all these other things that, you know, maybe a, a lot of us had suppressed for a long time. But mm. it, it was definitely a hard time. How did you kind of keep motivated? Because honestly, it got to a point where every day was the bloody same. Mm, no you're definitely right I think in the beginning it was just like oh my gosh it's been a whole week oh my god it's been two weeks oh my god now they're only telling us we can go for one walk a day and one trip to Tesco's so I was doing that and then I was thinking you know and and the beat of exercise I was like you know what obviously I have a love-hate relationship with exercise (laughs) um but I was like I started taking up jogging which was actually really good except for the fact that I've finished my knees. But, but I was like, you know what? If I'm, if I'm going to be able to go out, I, I, I started doing that, which was good. So exercise was actually a good, a good thing. Um, and I've been going in and out of exercising a bit more. I think that was helpful. Trying to get a routine. And in the beginning, I guess, I, I was also in the trap of, you know, trying to stay, stay in your comfies, you know, in your pyjamas and just just looked like whatever and I thought you know what no I've got to treat this like I'm getting up to go somewhere so mm-hmm. I started trying to do a bit more of that I don't think I'm all the way there yet with my routine if I'm 100% honest we aren't going back to what it was before it's I know everyone kept saying new normal and it's been sort of the buzz term for a few months but it literally the penny didn't drop for until probably about a couple of weeks ago like you know what this is it like you need to get yourself set up like physically like I was saying equipment wise to be at home routine wise to be like how am I then gonna like even seeing friends like it's not it's no longer a tag on after work it's like you know and that that's a lot of the way I used to kind of link up with my friends like after work oh yeah I'll just come check you down here that's fine or after work I'll come and grab you you and Jane and we'll be we'll do something like and stuff like that but um now it's like having to be a bit more intentional literally with my plans for myself Weekends are pretty much the same, even though the vibe is a bit dead in the street because everyone's walking around like an op with a mask on their face. But um, yeah, I think the big thing, the big takeaway is just trying to plan a little bit more and be more intentional. Yeah, I think I can see where you're coming from in that terms because honestly, I don't have a routine. Like, Mm. I don't have... I began lockdown being like, okay, wake up a little bit earlier because my routine was wake up early, get Mm. ready, walk the dog, go yeah. to work, and then whatever happens after work happens after work. I'd come home or I'd meet, like, um, Joe on the way home and we'd come home together and just start the evening, whatever. Yeah. But now it's like I am struggling to wake up because I'm sleeping much later. Like, I used to be quite... When I look back, I was actually quite good at going to bed. Yeah. yeah. And I could easily do a 1 a.m. One? Yeah, 1 a.m. sometimes. 2 a.m. I started tracking my sleep as well. And then I was realizing that I wasn't, I don't really sleep more than five hours yeah. at night. And then I'll wake up, I'll be tired. And then the first email that I get will annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually see you to be like, 
why are you even asking me for? Why are you even messaging me? Oh my god. Honestly, I agree with you. I used to be very much like up and out, like I'd get up and I'd be out doing my business, get to work probably like 8 30. I'd actually be at work, like settling in, getting everything ready, whatever. And then, you know, if people were messaging me before, I'd be really on it, I'd be fine. But now I definitely need a good 10 o'clock before anyone can chat to me. Oh my gosh, what's what is that? And I'm like, no, don't even start this, not right now. Honestly, it's self inflicting because it's like, Christina, go to sleep earlier. Like, just go to sleep. Your mind's racing. I feel like your mind's still like, the only good sleep I'd get still was the Friday to Saturday. Oh, Saturday to Sunday. Those two are the only good sleeps. But Sunday to Monday is still a madness. And in the week, I'm still like, like you, not, not really as disciplined with getting to sleep you know do you know what it is i think as well i started going to sleep later because i was like it's all right i haven't got the commute in the morning or i'm just at home like it all started to blend into one and before you know it i was sleeping at like two and waking up at seven and then i'd be tired the whole week and i'm getting emailed about things that are to do with my job and i'm angry so i was like (laughs) i need to sort this out and then and then it and then it'd be like on the weekend that's the day that you want to, you want to, my body wants to wake up at a normal time. And I'm like, come on, man. Every Saturday, this, this morning, I woke up at 6.30, just ding. And I was like, I've been trying to get you to wake up at this time naturally all week long, but this is the day where I can actually lie and that you, you decide. I obviously went back to bed after. Mm-hmm. I was like, why? Like, why are you rising like this? You know? Ridiculous. And would you say um, you've had any kind of wins during lockdown? So technically, you've already given me one, which was the fact that you had to be more selfish with your time, and you do. I feel like everyone has to know. I've been growing. I've been growing with for years. I'm, I've definitely been on a journey to be like, you know, when you're a bit of an when you're an empath. I feel like you attract people that are very like they leech you, and I've become. And that's why maybe in some of the other interactions, I'm very protective of when I see someone that I know I care about and they're an empath, I get very scared that they're attracted narcissists because they're just giving them what they need. I'm like, no, you're a good person. Protect yourself. You know, you yeah. first. Like, you like, taught me that. So, pardon? You taught me that during lockdown. I'm, I'm, I it's, it's, it's been a journey from my last relationship. It's definitely been a journey because I do, I've literally been through someone taking everything from you and I've I've, I've, I've always been hell-bent that that should never happen to anybody Mm -hmm. you know so that's something that I'm very very keen on so it wasn't it's something I just it had to just you know translate into other parts of my life especially like with with work and just being on for everybody and I was like nah nah yeah I think that's a good one because I think from both angles I think when we spoke and you said to me Christina like you need to not let people just take things from you all the time and and also I think it's good to have that reflection sometimes because when people do it to you like when you're on the receiving end of it it doesn't mean you've done anything wrong sometimes no definitely not like because I was the type I am that type of person that if a friend does act different with me I think I've done some what have I done I start start trying to check myself and be like oh you know those kind of things bug me because I would hate to think that I would hurt someone but like I always think oh did I say something like did I do something unintentionally and that's why it's obviously it's important to have the conversation if if you really care about the person and if you want to invest in that way you don't have also like you don't owe people explanations for things that you do yeah like that's what I mean. It's that's why I'm saying on the other side of it, it's good to know because 
there have been times where, yeah, probably have felt detached from family, from friends, but I realized that they're protecting their peace at that time. So it doesn't mean you've done anything. You don't know what the person's going through. So you just leave it. And then if you are concerned, then you are like, then you can ask. Whereas before it used to be like, what? I didn't hear from this person today. What did I do wrong? And I've been like that. I had an interaction with someone in my family and I was getting a bit upset with them because I felt very entitled to know what exactly was going on in their life. Mm Mm-hmm. He tempted me. He was like, "You don't, you don't need to know." Yeah. He's like, "You," li-, and I was like, hmm? <laughs> "Literally, like, hmm? you know? and that taught me." I was like, "You know what? I don't need to know." You know, so long yeah. as like, you know that I'm okay. I was like, "Okay, cool." That was so hard for me. I want to be in someone's life and just know everything. And I feel like if you care about me, you'd let me know. You'd let me in. But then he taught me. He's like, "No, you don't need to know. Just know that I'm okay." But at the same time, like at the same, time, I don't need to get, tell you. So it's it's both ways. So yeah, hundred percent. So apart from the one that I just brought up, do you okay. have any? Do you have any wins? Any? Um, I think yeah. Financially, it's been good. It's been it's, de- it's definitely taught like. Monzo has taught me how stupid I was with money, but now, like, I've been a lot better. I've managed to pay off my credit card. I'm soon going to be able to pay off my overdraft, which makes me feel really, really good. Um, and it's something like I don't know. It was, it was in a, I was in a vicious cycle when I was working and going to the office of wanting to do these things, and it wasn't even. I can't even say that they were huge amounts, but they weren't huge amounts. But it was more like the waste of money. Mm-hmm. Waste of money, like these things that add up and. Now it's really like laser focus on the fact that, you know, I can achieve bigger financial goals if I don't waste money on smaller things. So that's been, that's been a good win, I think. A hundred percent. It's important. It's important. It's really, really important. You know, for me, like that, that gives me peace of mind. I know like maybe it might sound superficial to some people, but for me, having financial stability gives me a lot of peace of mind. One hundred. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. It's just that thing not to think about. Like, I just, I just don't want to be called a stingy Ghanaian, you know? It's financially stable, but not judge for it. So you hate that. Though. Don't judge Ghanaian people because we're, we're sensitive, okay? <laughs> and that's all for today, guys. This episode was a little bit different. There has been a lot that has happened in 2020 and sometimes it's just good to reflect. We hope you enjoyed it and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Fall Into Conversation for new episodes and information. If you have any feedback on the episodes, feel free to DM me or leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Until next time.